0: Especially formulated to resist them all day with up to 24-hour wear. And the best part? It performs better than Luxe Mascaras at only a fraction of the cost. You can buy Panorama Mascara on Amazon today. Hey everyone, and welcome to this episode of the Happy Hour Podcast. I'm your host, Gretchen Garrity, and today, I'm sure you can already tell by the title, we're talking about love in the love languages And how you show love, how you receive love. Because I think that can be different. And yeah, I'm just like so excited for this episode. I felt just very, I don't know. I feel like especially my, specifically, especially the episodes I do by myself. I just feel like an urge to talk about that. If that makes sense. Like I feel like called to speak about it. I'll just feel really, I can't think of the right word. I think motivated and excited to talk about that. But anyway, I knew I touched on the love languages in an episode in the past of mine and so I was looking through all my episodes which made me realize you guys this is episode 94 like what <laughs> that's actually crazy I have that many podcast episodes out like that is like 94 hours probably of me talking what the heck that's actually crazy to think about but yeah today is a great day let's just set the scene for a second. <laughs> I'm doing really good today. I feel like I just had the best morning. I went to yoga at 7.30, got back, felt like it was still so early. It was only 8.30 after, cleaned my apartment. I walked Brody with Max. We got coffee. Yeah, it's just like my ideal morning. And I feel like it just really set me up for a successful day. Set me, set me up for success. Is that the phrase? yeah I don't know I just I need to do that every day I'm like why don't I work out at 7 30 every day but sometimes I'm tired sometimes I stay up too late if I end up working out in the afternoon evening like I did yesterday it's fine but I just feel like I am meant to be a morning workout person like I just feel so much better after I do that and I feel like I can move on with my day and focus on other things whereas do any of you relate to this I feel like if I have a workout later in the day I like not worry about it but kind of like I just know it's coming up and I'm like Oh gosh, I have to like be careful what I eat for lunch because I don't want it to, to be too full for my workout or to like hurt my stomach and then, do you know what I mean? So morning is just easier for me. But anyway, we're doing good right now. I have my coffee next to me. My candle is lit, which by the way, I have lit this candle here in this Boston apartment for the summer. Maybe twice. I feel like I just forget about it. And I think it's like a warm weather thing. Like in the summer, I just, and it's cold in here. We always keep our apartment at like 68 But I just never think to light the candle, maybe because of the summertime, but in the fall and the winter, I feel like I have candles burning all day long. So do you guys relate to that? Maybe it's just like a seasonal thing or maybe because we're just in this apartment and I'm not in my, what feels like my home base in Pennsylvania. So then I just like forget, I don't know, but it's making me feel like settled in and cozy. So it's just like the best vibes right now. I'm ready to chat. I was actually going to record yesterday for this episode, but I just really started to feel anxious, and so I wanted to wait until I was in the right headspace to chit-chat and record. Speaking of anxious, oh, well, actually, I think the reason I started to feel so anxious is because I had a big, huge cup of coffee, and one of you actually DM'd me and was like, in the nicest way i reposted out my stories maybe you saw but she was like hey queen just be careful of your caffeine intake maybe something like i know makes you feel anxious whatever just like be mindful of your caffeine intake and i'm like honestly thank you like seriously i appreciate that message because you're just like looking out for me and how did you know that this is actually making me feel anxious right now so yeah i just i think that's why but speaking of anxious that was my last episode <laughs> if you guys listen to my last episode that was probably the most like real and raw episode ever talking about just anxious thoughts and things that i struggle with mentally and i never knew how much positive feedback like i would get from that episode it's honestly been overwhelming and just so so nice to hear because i was so scared recording that and even posting it. i'm like gosh this episode is a mess but i've gotten like the nicest dms from you guys in comments and even a couple of you have met in person and I feel like I've been like, like I struggle with anxiety or I feel anxious at times and like that really helped me and just you guys telling things, telling me things that have helped you and I don't know, it just feels so nice and like I'm a lot less alone and this reminds me, so the other day, I just feel like you guys have been the best recently, like I was in solid core in the afternoon with my friend Louisa and on our way out, this girl came up to me and was like, hey Gretchen, like I just had to say, like she was like a couple reformers down from me so I didn't even see her until the end. But she was like, I just have to say, I love following you, I love listening to your podcast and I love following your Instagram, and YouTube, everything. And I was just thinking about how, I digress, but like, you know, people say you have to be in the right place at the right time to hear something to really like get it. Like sometimes you just, like you can't really take something someone says or like advice In that moment, like I just feel like I'm trying to say, is I was just in the right moment and headspace to hear what she was saying. And it just like really made me emotional and like struck a chord with me. And right as she was just like, You are such a bright light. Like, I just love following you. You have such a positive impact on so many girls. I literally am going to cry talking about it right now. And I started crying right then and there. Cece, hi. I love you, by the way. Her name is Cece. And I was like, Cece, stop. Like, I'm literally crying. And she was just like, The sweetest angel. Oh, yeah, so that just makes me feel like everything that i'm doing on social media is worth it because you guys know I question it Sometimes she even said I think she listened to a podcast episode where I was like Are any of you still out there still listening or any of you with me? And she was like, yes, I am like, please keep going Like I know you've been on social media so long. So like i'll question it sometimes but just hearing her I guess words of affirmation <laughs> that's one of our love languages made me feel like so special and so loved and that was so sweet so I love you Cece. Also yesterday I think I went to Orange Theory in the morning and um, there was another girly in there. You guys are just like I don't even know what to call it. You're not like my followers or my subscribers. Like I feel like you're more than that to me. You're just my friends. You're just one of my girlies. Um, her name's Livia. Olivia. Shout out Olivia. And I actually met her Once in Boston before, and I went right up to her after the class. I'm like, I know you, you're Olivia. And she was like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe I remember. So, yeah, she's just so sweet. And we ended up like walking all the way home together because we were going to like the same direction and we chatted for like 20 minutes, and it was so great. And I'm just feeling like when I need you guys the most, the world just puts one of you girlies in my path. Like, it's actually crazy whenever I'm like doubting it or off or whatever. Just meeting you guys literally makes me so happy. I'm, like, going on a tangent now. But, oh my! I mean, this is, like, really the best example of this. I feel like I've spoken about this probably in my YouTube videos a million years ago. But maybe if you guys are new, you wouldn't know. You guys are going to be like, what the heck. When I literally went to go break up with my high school boyfriend at the beginning of my sophomore year of college and I'm sitting on the T, I sat next to one of you guys, I was sitting next to a girl that had followed me, and she was just like, Gretchen, whatever, and I literally cried my heart out to her for like an hour on this train ride, and I, like, what a blessing, like, literally the world brought us together, I was like, I'm really sorry, girl, but she was just like my best friend in that moment, and I told her everything, and what I was doing, and that I was going to break up with my boyfriend, and like, maybe that's just the overshare in me, but I was like, wow, like, I needed this. I was just, like, so in a hard place in that moment, obviously, and I don't know. There's so many examples of this. One time I was in Cancun alone for a day, and I was younger. I was probably, like, 20, maybe 21, and maybe even 19, so this was, like, a lot for me, and, or I was just, like, nervous, scared. This is before I had my independence glow up, and I, like, couldn't be alone, Anyway, a girl I was meeting was like coming, I think that night or the next day. So I had a whole day there alone is what I'm trying to say. And I think I, I was just like laying out on the beach by myself, but kind of like scared, nervous, whatever. And I met a girly and we like hung out all day and we swimming and she was like quite a bit younger than me. I feel like she was like 12, 13, 14, 15, something like a lot younger than me. But we literally like swim around all day and chit-chat and hung out and All i'm trying to say is I am so thankful for each and every one of you listening That you've been with me following me I just like love you guys so much and feel like I appreciate you more than you would even know so Yeah, <laughs> sorry on that little tangent, but that, oh that started because I was talking about My anxious episode and that was the last one and just like the insane feedback from you guys has been like so overwhelmingly positive and how it's helped you and make made you feel less alone too so yeah i guess well i can just say right now because this episode is about love languages my primary love language is quality time and i feel like maybe i show my love for you guys in that way a little bit i'm trying to like interpret this or apply this to us and just i guess filming my videos for youtube recording podcasts i feel like it's kind of our quality time together so maybe that's why i love it so much and it's so like sacred to me but anyway before we get too much into this episode you guys know i always say something i'm happy about because this is the happy hour podcast and i say like a little happy quote idea phrase that's like a more like a loose uh like it doesn't have to be like a perfect quote but today actually is a quote so what I'm happy about this week is that I'm going to Cape Cod this weekend. Shocker, we've been going to the Cape so much on the weekends. But I just feel like that's the thing to do. And obviously Max is from the Cape. His family's there. That's why we go. And I just, I don't know, I think that's funny because I feel like so many people in Boston for the summer were like, go to the Cape for the weekend or for a day or something. Like I feel like that's so, I don't know the word, basic, predictable. But we are going to go to the Cape this weekend. But I'm really happy and excited because it's Max's mom's birthday and I just love birthdays and Celebrating anything I'll find any excuse to celebrate something and so I don't know. I'm just really excited for that I think it's gonna be really fun. I love being there. I love hanging out with this family Just the quality time we spend together see like this all comes back to me loving quality time with people And that's why I'm such a social person too because I just love Quality time with the people I love with my friends my family Max's family, you know So that's going to be so good. We just like hang out and go to dinner and get ice cream and go to the beach and go on the boat and yeah, I just love it. I'm like smiling so big thinking about it. So that's going to be really fun. Um, I was trying to think of something today. I'm happy. Obviously my morning too was lovely and yeah, you guys know, I feel like I just love all the little things and just being with the ones I love. So then for quote, we have. This I thought was really good and applied to this episode, which is, I found this on Google, so it's not like extraordinary, but I think it's a good one. It says, sometimes you love people in a language they cannot understand. I'm going to say that again so that I can really grasp it. (laughs) I feel like when I read something for the first time, I'm like, what? Obviously, I have all my notes in front of me, but okay. Sometimes you love people in a language they cannot understand. Well, that's pretty simple. I guess I didn't need to read it twice, but... Seriously, I just feel like I pick up on this and I notice this since I'm like so into the love languages now, like I'll notice a disconnect if someone is trying to like show their love for someone else or do something nice, but then the other person, like their partner, whoever it is, can't receive love in that way or doesn't really feel loved that way that's not their primary love language then there can be a disconnect and I feel like that can cause issues or tension because it can be like hello like I'm trying but then the other person can be like no that's not how I feel love so I don't I don't see how you're trying so I think it can be so just helpful and like monumental to learn the people in your lives their love languages and how they feel loved because then you can work on that and you can be I feel like it's hard for me to find the right words in this episode. You can just be like cognizant. You can be aware of what their love languages are and you can go from there. Um, I'll give you guys examples of like how I've learned people in my life's love languages and how I could kind of tweak myself around them. Not change myself, but just again, like be aware of what I'm saying, what I'm doing so that um, my love for them is like received in the best way. So, like I said, I actually did briefly touch on the love languages last June, I checked in an episode, but it was with like Enneagram, all sorts of other stuff, and I just really wanted to do a deep dive on this because I just see it in everyday life now, and what's really crazy to me is whenever I talk about it, which is why I really wanted to talk about it in this episode, is I feel like just what's crazy is how many people aren't aware of the love languages and don't like know about it because I feel like I'll, probably a lot of you listening do but maybe some of you don't and I'll get dms like asking you out or whatever and I'm like what because right as I took the quiz I felt like I was behind this is like years ago you know and I'm like looking at the love languages and I first heard about them go on google right now if you don't know and take a little quiz I'm sure you can just look up like love language quiz and it will bring you to something like that where you can answer questions to kind of figure that out but yeah, I just feel like I'm always teaching my friends. I'm asking our couple friends. That's like my big thing right now. I love asking our friends that are couples what theirs are. And some are very obvious. Like obviously, physical touch, I feel like is so obvious, but others not so much, clearly. Like, our one couple friend, maybe I shouldn't say their names, but like it's so obvious to me both, I believe both of their primary love languages is physical touch and not like, oh my gosh, crazy PDA, anything like that, but they're just always so close to each other. Actually, I'm thinking of two of my couple friends right now and like they're always will be holding hands or like if they're sitting next to each other, like a like Her hand will be on his knee or his hand will be on her shoulder like stuff like that again i will notice disconnects in couples if they maybe aren't really aware of it or just not making an effort to love their partner in the way that they want to be loved or maybe they're just so different in the way they give and receive love that it can like cause issues but sometimes i literally have to hold myself back from being like wait you guys should just take the love language because it will really help promise (laughs) like if i see like a partner like touching their partner like on their shoulder again or just like grabbing their arm or just kind of like you know when they're like all over them and then the other partner can be like over it or like obviously uh like visibly like annoyed okay this i feel like i'm allowed to say aka my sister and my cousin mandy (laughs) lucy and mandy i don't know what it is i feel like they are just both they are both really not touchy-feely people and i feel like i am not like extreme but i definitely like love physical touch from a partner my friends like I'll cuddle up next to my friends or I, I don't know you know what I mean like that doesn't bother me but it's so funny how like I'll, I'll notice friends are here like girlfriends will say like oh like we don't hug each other that's weird or I'm just my sister my cousin I feel like specifically in like their with their partners like romantic relationships they are just so not touchy-feely like I feel like they would not even really want to hold hands or like I feel like they both can just be annoyed by that um so it's funny and I always yeah like in that situation like I feel like it's good for partners to be aware like uh I feel like this is like a stereotype so take it with a grain of salt like this is just me stereotyping but I feel like I've heard that a lot of males primary love language can be physical touch um but it can be different for females so in a scenario where like a guy's Love language is physical touch. Obviously, too, I'm saying guy, girl. um, But obviously, relationships like guy, guy, girl, girl, whatever. Like, this applies to everyone. Um, So let's just say two guys, for example. Like, if a guy's primary love language is physical touch, but then his partner's, he's quality time, then he could be, like, annoyed by so much physical touch and just not receiving love in that way. Whereas, like, the partner with physical touch... He could be like doing his own thing, whereas his partner visit or quality time, he could be like, I don't feel loved, like we're not spending time together. So I just find it like fascinating, obviously. And I don't know, I'm just oddly obsessed with these tests about ourselves. Like I think I've touched on this a bunch before in the past and talked about Myers-Briggs personality test. I think that was my gateway, my intro into these sort of quizzes and just little things you can learn about yourselves. I learned about or first found out my Myers-Briggs personality type my sophomore year of college. I did it in – or maybe it was my junior year. No, I think it was sophomore year. in My organizational behavior class, which was just also fascinating as well, just learning about, like, different people's personalities and, and then – my words are like so difficult in this episode and then going from learning about different people and their different motivations and personalities sort of like how you can work together in a group setting and so much of what we did in college was like teamwork group setting so anyway that class was like very very helpful and i feel like it would always get like a bad rap like people would be like oh ob like this is so dumb organizational behavior like What are we even learning? But like I actually felt like it was the most fascinating. Maybe in another life I would be like an organizational behavior professor or something. Because I am just fascinated. Anyway, so once I first found out my Myers-Briggs personality type, which by the way, if you're curious, if you didn't know, I'm an ENFP. And if you look up that, I believe it's the campaigner or cheerleader. I forget what it's called. Something like that. If you look up ENFP and you read about it, you will be like, whoa, that is Gretchen 2AT. And it's so fascinating. You guys should do that quiz too if you haven't. Because it will tell you like your strengths and weaknesses and I just find it all to be scarily accurate like so accurate so Anyway, love that. I think the enneagram. I forget what mine is. I need to look it up I think it was a seven. Let me check right now. Okay, it says type seven in brief Sevens are extroverted optimistic versatile spontaneous. Okay. Yes, this one missed me uh, playful high-spirited practical they can mm, practical i don't know about that actually yeah i guess i am but i also feel like i'm like dreamer they can misapply their many talents oh wow thank you <laughs> becoming overextended scattered undisciplined oh yeah 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 that's me they constantly seek new and exciting experiences oh my gosh this is me every day i'm like max we need to go do something fun we need to like soak up all our time here and do everything he's like what are you talking about we literally do so much can be distracted and exhausted by staying on the go for sure they typically have problems with impatience and impulsiveness yes but at their best they focus their talents on worthwhile goals becoming appreciative joyous and satisfied satisfied basic fear okay sorry now i'm getting into this of being deprived or in pain true desire to be satisfied and content to have their needs fulfilled yeah 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 okay that's so me anyway i'm a seven for enneagram that I know less about, but I also agree with that. I feel like that's also personality, I believe. And then obviously the love languages. I'm so into. Just it's just fascinating. I don't know. I feel like I'll find uh, something. Oh, this is called something. I feel like so many people are like this in this day and age, where you kind of laser focus and are pinpointed on like one thing or hobby, and then you like jump to the next. Right now, I'm in my. Uh, Maybe like not self-help, but I guess like self-reflection, Myers-Briggs, Enneagram, uh, love language, astrological signs, aura reading. That's my uh, chapter right now, but I feel like I've been into this for a while. I feel like I always am. I don't know what this says about me that I'm so into these (laughs) like I'm a little concerned, but I just am so yeah astrological signs I find very fascinating I find those to be like very accurate which obviously those are a little more like controversial people are like oh come on but sometimes I feel like I don't relate to being a Pisces but sometimes I do and I've just always questioned it because me and my twin sister are obviously both Pisces but we could not be more different but then also we're alike in certain ways so I was always like how can we both be Pisces like that doesn't make sense auras I'm so into I like haven't I feel like I first discovered them like two years ago and I haven't like uh, I guess listen to basically, if you want to learn more about auras or if you're into them, long story short, go to I believe it's called Know Your Aura with mystic Michaela. I can't believe I remember her whole podcast name, but that's how I first found out about them was my friend Hannah sending me an episode and I'm like this is mind-blowing once you learn about all the different color auras like I know it sounds a little woo-woo but seriously it's fascinating um I just start thinking immediately in my head I'm like whoa Louisa is so red KP is so blue Max is blue this is yellow so I just love like immediately you start thinking of people in your life that are the different colors and kind of like did I say colors colors and their different auras and just their vibes so yeah, this is making me think too. I was saying, I'm like worrying about myself that I love this so much. I had a therapist once say to me, I think Myers-Briggs came up or something. Maybe I brought it up. She was said something like, so now why do you think you are so drawn to learning about yourself like this? I'm like, oh, is that odd? I'm like, I don't know. Does that make me weird? But what I really think, if I really think deep down, I think just maybe from my Enneagram, you could get this my like core motivations is i just always want to be good well doing good happy etc so i always try to just be so honest with myself how i'm feeling who i am know myself know how i'm doing you know what i mean so that's why these are so fascinating to me because i feel like i can understand myself and those around me even better and i know you guys already know how much i love my athletic greens since i've shown taking a bunch of my youtube videos but let me tell you when i had my athletic greens first thing this morning as i do every single morning it really helps me feel energized and just ready to tackle my day every day and if you didn't already know one scoop of athletic greens actually has 75 high quality vitamins minerals whole foods or superfoods, probiotics and adaptogens to help you start your day right this special blend of ingredients support your gut health your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, aging, literally all the things you guys. I mix mine with cold water in the morning with my little frother thingy and the flavor is something I honestly crave now in the mornings. I think it's because I just have such like positive associations with it and it really does just taste so good and like fresh to me. Tastes a little tropical like pineapple but it's very mild, nothing over the top. I also will add it to my smoothies from time to time if I forget to take it first thing in the morning on its own. It's such an easy habit to incorporate into your life that has enormous benefits to your overall health and well-being, like supporting better sleep quality, recovery, mental clarity, and alertness. It's also cheaper than getting all these different supplements individually. They also have little travel packs that are so convenient when you're on the go. I have a bunch of those and always grab the number of packs for the number of days I'll be gone so I can stay in my routine since when I travel, I'm eating different, I don't exercise as much, you know the gist. So right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash happy hour. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash happy hour to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Now, let's get back into the episode. So, here we go. Since we're already a bit of a ways in, this has helped me so much in my relationship and friendships as well, which we'll get to. So, let's jump into the five love languages. Woo, here we go. Number one words of affirmation. So, I. Uh, I was gonna say, this is Max's number one, like primary love language. When we, you know, I wanna retake the quiz with him because I feel like maybe two years ago when we looked at it or something, this was his number one. But I really think it's switched or he's just really close or tied with acts of service because I feel, I just know he feels really loved in that way. But anyway learning that words of affirmation was like way up there for max was honestly like life-changing for me or just very eye-opening is a good word good phrase because i am someone who clearly you can tell i have a podcast youtube instagram i can just run my mouth all day long i can chit chat blah 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 so extroverted i speak before i think always and i feel like in a romantic relationship with a partner I can just be like blah 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 just like spewing my thoughts and ideas and maybe sometimes not on purpose but I can not be like rude or offensive to him but maybe I could say something that like he doesn't take the right way basically what I'm trying to say is I just learned how important what I say to him how important that is to him like that's very important what I say to him is <laughs> what I'm trying to say and so it's just made me like a lot more aware and cautious and to maybe like remind myself like Gretchen your words of affirmation for Max is so important and so like tell him when you think he's doing a really good job or that he looks nice or whatever so let me explain it i got these definitions on google so (laughs) I, i believe this is right though like from an article this says words of affirmation is about expressing affection through spoken words praise or appreciation when this is someone's primary love language, they enjoy kind words and encouragement, uplifting quotes, love notes, and cute text messages. You can make this person's day by complimenting them or pointing out what they do well, which I do feel like is very Max too. Like if I say something like, "Wow, you did such a good job with this," or uh, like just yeah, just words of praise, he'll be like, "Oh, thank you." And so yeah, that's definitely helped because it just shows me that he feels loved in that way and I feel like maybe typically I'm not good at words of affirmation but no I am like I'm good at like complimenting I would say or like I try to when I think of it but anyway all I'm saying is it's been helpful to learn that. Number 2, quality time. This is my primary love language for sure, but I also feel like acts of service is maybe close second for me, maybe it's tied just like I feel like for Max acts of service and words of affirmation is like tied because I just don't understand. Actually, no, I have heard. I've always been like, how does someone not feel loved by acts of service? Like I feel like that would be high up for everyone, but I've actually heard, which maybe some of you listening can relate to this, where some people almost don't like acts of service. If you're someone that just likes to do your things how you like to do it, if your partner does something for you, like cleans your dishes that you left in the sink or something, you might feel like uncomfortable. Like, no, I wanted to do that. Well, that kind of sounds controlling. Or maybe it's just more like you, I don't know, not like, let me. Not just that you want to clean up after yourself. <laughs> maybe that you don't like feeling like, not an inconvenience. Like you don't want to feel, I think dependent on someone is a real word. Like you might not like acts of service if you feel like someone doing something for you makes you feel um, dependent on them. Like if you are someone that's like hyper independent, maybe you don't like acts of service because you just want to do your things and you want to be the one to do it like having your own independence and autonomy like that kind of thing however i feel like the majority of people would love a good act of service because to me this is like way ahead of words of affirmation and obviously love a good compliment whatever but to me showing that you care means so much more than saying that you care because i just feel like especially as girls you can hear guys say stuff and they don't actually mean it like in the past maybe there's like trauma there or something but saying like I love you I want to be with you and then not acting in that way is like okay but then if you are like doing things for me and thinking of me like that really shows me that you care so quality time is someone with this love language wants an oh (laughs) I literally just started talking all about acts of service but we were on quality time (laughs) I'm like wait, what? <laughs> okay. I was talking about active service, which we will get to, which you already know what that is. Just doing, thing for, doing things for someone, which I feel very loved. But my primary is quality time. Back to that. So it says someone with this love language wants undivided attention. <laughs> uh, yeah. Sounds about right. They feel loved. If you are present and focused on them when you are together, this means putting down the cell phone, turning off the computer, making eye contact and actively listening. Wow. Okay. Whoa. This, just reading that, uh, made me even realize even more that yes, 100%, this is my first primary way I feel loved. And I didn't even know the thing about just like being present and focused on them when you're together, not having your cell phone, making eye contact. This is crazy actually because I'm going to like expose Max and I a little bit, but if you are in a relationship, especially like a long-term one, I think you should get this too what is the name of it? It's this red little box. I think it's just like the couple's card game or something. If you Google that like couple, hang on. Okay, I had to look it up because I wanted to be specific with you guys so that you weren't just like What is she talking about? It's the we're not really strangers card game couples edition I would recommend that so much. I literally just got it for fun at target one time But now i'm always like max. Can we just like whip out a couple cards? And see I think this makes me feel way more loved even than max because to me this is like such a Quality time like very specific. on like focus on our relationship I just love like any quality time like when we went to the aquarium the other day Just like sharing that experience together Made me feel so loved just yeah Obviously how I said just being focused on each other when we're together And not on our phones and stuff makes me feel the most loved but I love doing This couples edition. We're not really strangers until we were doing some of the cards last night And I just love it's things that you wouldn't even think to ask each other Like I remember a while ago we did it And we've probably only played it like three or four times but I just love it. And I feel like so connected with him, like if we spend a lot of time apart or I just feel kind of disconnected like you haven't spent that much time together. I'm always like, can we just do a couple of these cards? Because it makes me feel like we're on the same page again. I don't know. And just feel like cute. And you can kind of reminisce like one of the cards was, what was I wearing on our first date? And then the other person has to be like, oh, what were you wearing? And so it just makes you like nostalgic and lovey. I don't know. I love it. But I have to say, so last night we did a couple of the cards and I think the last one we did was what answer did I say that you will, yeah, what answer did I say that you'll keep thinking about after this card game is over? And we were both like, oh, this is so good. And I think we both actually picked, um, it was something like, how do you feel the most loved with me or something? And I said to him, "Um, honestly, when you were just like, really like engaged like focusing on me and just like eye contact like i'm like there's like this way you'll look at me that i'll feel like so loved and so special and max is like yeah like i'm gonna keep thinking about that like just knowing that like making eye contact with you looking at you in a loving way is like so important to you and like that's so true and see that's so me like that's so quality time and why i believe max's primary love language is actually acts of service is because what he said to me is he feels the most loved by me when like he was like for example yesterday he's like I came home and when I was like coming through the door I thought okay um I remember I started the dishwasher before I left like I'll empty the dishwasher I'll do this and he's like I opened the dishwasher and it was already empty and I felt like so loved and special that you like recognize that they were clean and you put them away so that I didn't have to. Like see he's so acts of service because whenever I do things like that or whenever I fold his laundry he comes home and he's like oh my gosh, it's so nice. If I like put away his clothes, if I clean up, whatever it is, he just like, I think really feels loved by things that I do for him. So yeah, I see even we're almost four years in and just our answers about that, even knowing each other's love languages, like we were both just like, wow, okay, we'll think about this more. Okay. Next one is physical touch, which you know, I feel like I used to think maybe in the very beginning of our relationship that Max and I are physical touch and now we're like four years in and I'm like, yeah, no, we're not. <laughs> no. Like I always say that I'm like all of the love languages or I like feel love in all those ways. Cause I definitely do. I feel like we all, for the most part do, unless you're really like not touchy feely or like don't want the acts of service or gift giving or something. Some, I know some, actually I feel like a lot of people can be Like feel uncomfortable if they are receiving a gift. They're like, "Oh my gosh, why'd you get this for me?" Uh, Kind of thing. But I feel like I receive love in all these ways, and I think physical touch. What I'm trying to say is, at the very beginning of our relationship, I thought that maybe we would be physical touch. But I feel like we. I just know that we aren't. Like we both appreciate it, but that's just not like primarily how we show love. Um, But this says a person with physical touch as their primary love language feels love through physical affection Aside from sex. They feel loved when their partner holds their hand touches their arm or gives them a massage at the end of a day For example This person's idea of a perfect date might include cuddling on the couch with a glass of wine and a good movie They simply want to be close to their partner physically Which again, this makes me think of my two couple friends and I know like all four of them are definitely primarily physical touch where again it's not even too much pda but like um one of my friends in specific her and her boyfriend will just always be like sitting so close to each other on the couch and like their legs will be touching when they sit next to each other and if they're far apart they just like scooch closer and i think it's so sweet i just think that's so cute like they just always want to be really close to each other And I definitely feel that with Max, but, again, that's just not, like, our primary thing. But I, like, appreciate all of these. If we're at dinner and he puts his hand on my shoulder, if he puts my arm – his arm around me, like, we'll always hold hands when we walk. And so we definitely both, like, receive love and feel loved in that way. Um, But for the millionth time, I just don't think that's, like, our primary one. But – it's so obvious to me my and you guys should notice now too if you have friends or maybe parents whatever that are physical touch I just think it's so cute like they're always just like touchy-feely and maybe sometimes it's like too much or annoying to you if that's not your way but I just like appreciate it and think it's really sweet so yeah and I really think that a lot of men are physical touch at least I've heard that okay acts of service I know I already touched on this, but acts of service are nice things you do for your partner that make them feel loved and appreciated, such as helping with dishes, running errands, vacuuming, putting gas in the car. We love doing these little things for each other. Like I feel like Max and I really try to show love in kind of all these ways. If your partner's main love language is acts of service, they'll notice and appreciate little things you do for them. They tend to perform acts of service and kindness for others too. See, this is why I feel like acts of service is both up there for us. I feel like for Max, maybe even higher than me, that last part that they tend to perform acts of service and kindness for others too. Oh my gosh, this could not be more Max. In our little card game last night and whenever this kind of comes up I always have the same answer for max whenever people are like how has max changed you like for the better has changed your worldview I think that was on our cards that we did last night um I just feel like he's changed me in so many positive ways but really like he is just so considerate of others is a good word and just so kind like I just feel like he always puts other people in front of himself like literal strangers and this is such a stupid example because obviously everyone knows but like he's always holding doors for strangers but i just feel like he goes above and beyond like he thinks of things that i don't even think of like if we're walking down the hallway in our apartment and you see someone's like holding a trash bag he's like can i help you with that and I'm like, that is so nice. And and I feel like when it's really obvious, I'll notice. Like, the other day, I helped a girl with her box. I'm like, oh my gosh, that package is so heavy. Like, let me help you. Or, like, putting something in, like, a trunk. Like, I'll be like, wait, let me jump in. Like, I can help you. Or can I hold something? Like that. Um, but I don't know. Max just, like, has such an eye for that and really goes above and beyond to, like, help people. Like, okay, this is – these are dumb examples, but you guys know what I mean. Like, you can get his character. And I'm sure if you've seen my YouTube videos, you would, like, get it. He just always is, like – thinking of other people um but when we were dinner last night there was a couple on our right I guess he had a better view of them, maybe. So then maybe this is why he did it. Maybe I would have noticed, but I did not notice. So they were taking selfies, and they were, like, all dressed up. And um, I'm talking to Max, and he just, like, leans over, and he's like, hey, can I take a picture of the two of you? Like, I have such a good angle. And they were like, oh, my gosh, of course. And he takes a picture, and then the waiter ends up coming over later with, like, a cake with um, candles, and he's like, happy anniversary. And I'm like, Max, you are so considerate. Now they have, like, these beautiful pictures for their anniversary. And I'm like, they also got lucky with the photographer because he has been trained he is such a good photographer now but I'm like that is so sweet of you like oh this is another good example the other day we were walking down the street, and I'm vlogging, like, la, 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 we're going to get ice cream. And he was like, Gretchen, Gretchen, like, slow down. And I think there were two people in front of us, and he was just like, you're just getting really close to them. Like, I don't know, you're talking loud. I don't want you to bother them. And I'm like, what are you talking about? It's fine. There's so many people out and around the city. But that just goes to show, like, he's just, like, always thinking of other people. He's just very considerate is what I'm trying to say. So I feel like that's why acts of service is so high up for him because I feel like he really, like, shows – love in that way not only to me but to like friends family like he'll always just like do something for them I feel like a lot of men um can like show love in that way as well but nothing is better than acts of service like receiving love in that way if I get home and the dishes are done Max like ran errands if he vacuumed if he put gas in my car I'm like wow I just feel like a princess I feel like the love of your life you know so Nothing is better than acts of service, but maybe you disagree. So I don't know Okay, lastly, this is the one that I feel like gets like The bad rap and people don't really get it But the more I learn about it the more I find it fascinating because when I first heard That gift giving was a love language. I'm like, huh, that sounds so materialistic, whatever But I don't think it has to be so this is like a really good explanation for it This says, for someone who uses and responds to this love language, gift giving indicates love and affection. They treasure not only the gift itself, but also the time and effort the gift giver put into it. So I think that's the real, like, how it's not actually... The material good like it could be just a little bouquet of daisies it could be free it could be you could pick a, um what are those you could like pick flowers right the side of the road because they make you think of someone and it's a gift but it's really more the time and effort that the gift giver put into it People who enjoy receiving wait, people who enjoy receiving gifts as a part of their primary love language do not necessarily expect large or expensive presents. See, I think that's what you think of when you think of gift giving—that you want like expensive things. But it says it's more the effort and thoughtfulness behind the gift that counts. When you take the time to pick out a, a gift specifically for them, it tells them that you really know them. People with this love language can often remember every little gift you've received from they have received from their loved ones because it makes such an impact on them. I feel like. My good friend Hannah, sorry I'm putting you on blast Hannah, but I feel like she really receives love in that way because she is so the type of person that like remembers every little gift that someone gave her and I feel like she just really appreciates things that you give her because of the time and effort that you put into it and just knowing that like you know her so well like, oh you remembered what I said that I really wanted to read this book or you know. And I do feel like I receive love in that way, especially from my sister. Like, she will always get me things that are so me. Or I'll be like, how did you remember I said that? Or how did you even know that this gift would be good for me? Like, I didn't even know that. And she always gets, like, the best gifts for me. It'll be – which I feel like I'm the hardest person to get gifts for because usually something that I want I just get Um, because I love my nice things. (laughs) But Lucy is so good at that for me. But I kind of feel like I can – like give and receive love in different ways. I think I'm a good example of this and I think you can because I've always noticed how I love, I think I really show my love through gift giving and I find myself like getting things for my friends or family a lot. And when I really think deep down why, it's because I love getting things for my loved ones that like they need or they want and I just think in my mind like if they had this it would make their life so much easier if it's an espresso I don't know that's a stupid example if it's like a coffee machine or if my sister like really wants a sweatshirt for Mauritia I'm like I just want to get it for her because she'll love it and she'll be so cozy and then like she doesn't have to get it for herself like I just love I don't know getting stuff for my friends and family to show them that I'm like thinking about them and that like what their wants and needs are important to me. I think I just love giving gifts and things for that reason. And again, to like show them that I really know them and care about them and are thinking about them, especially since a lot of my friends are not close by to me. And so just like sending them little things or giving whatever, just, I don't know. I just, I just love doing that. Like that may even be the primary way I show love but also I love like a good quality time with my family and friends like maybe it still is that but I for example like I feel like I give like (laughs) giving gifts is how I show love more than how I receive love like if I get a gift I do feel like special and loved but do you know what I mean like I feel like there's a little bit it's a little different there where not like I give more gifts than I receive but maybe I just Feel like I'm loving more than I feel loved if I receive one. (laughs) Like, I feel like you can give and receive in different ways, but I guess it's probably pretty true that how you receive love is also how you give love, I would assume. Because, yeah, nothing means more to me than quality time. Yeah, I guess that would still be my primary way that I show love is like quality time with my friends and family. But to me, just little gifts are like a good secondary option if I can't be with them in person you know if we can't have that quality time so this says how to identify your love language if you're like Gretchen I don't know this says in a relationship do you feel more loved here's some questions you can ask yourself do you feel more loved when your partner tells you I love you or praises something you did surprises you with a meaningful gift, plans a trip just for the two of you, runs errands or does the laundry, holds your hand while you're walking around. For me, I'm like, "Mm," all of those things. (laughs) But if you're like, oh yeah, definitely like the holding my hand when we're walking around, like that's how I feel the most love. Maybe you could be physical touch, you know. But again, look up a quiz on Google because there's got to be a ton of them. Okay, so let's... This is what I'm really excited for. Let's, like, get into the nitty-gritty. Let's, like, dive deep. I feel like I'm such a deep thinker into things. Like, when we're doing those little cards, Max is like, okay, you just didn't answer for, like, 20 minutes. I'm like, yeah, because I'm, like, really thinking about this. Like, seriously. Like, I'm diving deep. And he'll just be like, no, I feel loved when you do my laundry and (laughs) do the dishes. And I'm like, okay, anything else? (laughs) But I, like, really just... I don't know. I feel like I'm a deep thinker. I feel like that's the in the enfp of me that's like the n like the you just like think really deeply into things like intuition i think that's what it's called anyway but you guys should read about that because it's not really just being like intuitive it's like the description the description for intuition and in that is that you like think about things more all i'm trying to say is okay this may freak you out a little bit but i most recently heard that your love language is a direct result of how your parents loved you growing up. And when I heard this, I was like, whoa, I'm shook. So it's kind of like, which is kind of obvious if you really think about it. It's kind of like, that's how you learned to show or receive love. And obviously this could be like positive or negative, right? So here, this is a good way to explain it. I found these two quotes on Google Our quotes are just like tidbits of information. Here we go. If your parents don't usually show emotions or affection, it could affect the way you express your love to your partner. Dr. Bergen states that a lack of physical affection from parents, such as hugs or kisses, may cause an aversion to these actions. Like, that is so interesting. Which, it makes sense, because you might just be like, oh, that is not, like, the definition of love to me, because I didn't see it growing up, and love means more something else. Maybe gift-giving, because that's what you saw, like, from your parents, and that's how they loved each other. This says, if you really truly value something so strongly, it defines the way you give and receive love. Your love, okay, but this I feel like is different. If you really truly value something so strongly, it defines the way you give and receive love. Your love language must be what you lacked throughout your life. Like, this is kind of different, but interesting. This says, don't we all want what we've never had? If your love language is words of affirmation, encouragement, and support, if your love language is words of affirmation encouragement and support may not have been in your childhood vocabulary which i think is fascinating i feel like both of those can both be true right but again like take this with a grain of salt for example my sister and i are a very good example we cannot be more different we are so different and definitely show and like express and receive love differently with the exact same upbringing like the exact same childhood we're twins and the exact same like parent models of showing love in our lives right but when I first heard this like this was such a light bulb for me because my dad 100% like no doubt in my mind he definitely received love and showed love by quality time therefore makes perfect sense that I am totally quality time like he just we were with him all the time we spent so much quality time with him he would do all the fun activities like I can't even name them all. Like every fun activity you can think of, we did it with him. Travel, museums, like farmers markets, movies, shopping, all oh, like little projects around the house. He would always love doing like a little project with Lucy and I because it was so just like quality time doing something together. So that's how I felt the most loved growing up for sure was like spending quality time with him. Like that's how I learned how to feel loved. So in turn, of course it makes sense. My primary love language is quality time. But maybe I feel like I am all of the <laughs> just a little bit. I think I show in all the ways, receiving all the ways. Because my dad was just such a and obviously my mom too. I know I'm focusing on my dad, but he it's because he was such like a lover and just a generous, like sweet man. <laughs> like he I feel like really was like the model of showing love for me, my sister, my mom too. Like he would compliment me, my sister, my mom all the time. Like no wonder I'm pretty good with my confidence. Like, thank you, Dad. <laughs> because growing up, he's like, you guys are perfect. You're just the way you are. You're so beautiful. And so it's like, that is so impactful, you know? He would hug us. He would hold our hands. He would surprise us with gifts. He would always do fun activities with us, like I said. Clean up our things for us. Fill up our gas tank, etc. Like, I just feel like he would do all of the love languages. So that's why I think I like all of them a little bit. But this is just like... So fascinating to me. I'm thinking of um, one person I know that their love language is physical touch. Like i I feel like it could be both ways where maybe your love language is physical touch because maybe your parents like weren't that affectionate growing up. But I also could see, like for my one friend, he, I feel like his mom and dad were so, like, physical touch, like, lovey. I feel like she still is and just so, like, I know it sounds weird, but just, like, will stand close to you or hug you or hold your hand, like, things like that. I feel like she's just such, like, a lover. And so that makes sense to me that his primary love language is physical touch because that's how he was, like, receiving love growing up and that's, like, what love is to him, you know? it's like honestly fascinating but then I could also see the other side of things where maybe that's what you like lacked your whole life so then that's like what's important to you and what you value now in a relationship because you want it so much because you didn't have it so I don't know man it like this stuff is crazy I could talk about this for hours but side note I know this this is this is weird (laughs) okay but maybe you've heard it before so maybe it won't be that weird I know this is weird to say but in like the best least weird way possible max reminds me so much of my dad like in the sweetest most wholesome way that's a whole other story of how people say right that you go for people like in a romantic partner you go for someone um like i guess female or male if you are attracted to females maybe it's a female like your mom if it's male like maybe you're attracted to a male that has like qualities characteristics, personalities like your dad It's very weird But in the same line of thinking like makes sense in a way, right? Like if that's your model like my whole life my model of a male in my life Was a certain way was my dad. So it only makes sense that like I Am attracted to and receive love from a male like similar to him, which I know it sounds very weird but like in the least creepy way, you know and I'm like, hmm, am I like Max's mom? I'm like, was he going for someone like his mom? But like, I know it sounds weird, but I'm 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 sure my words are coming out weird. But I know this is like actually a theory, um, and I'm sure again, it just has to do with the way you're brought up and how you learn about like receiving love, showing love, all the things. <laughs> I know that one's like a little far fetched. People are like, oh, that's creepy. But it's not like, no, you're not going for your parents. You're just going someone that shares like qualities and characteristics. Like I said, I felt so love for my dad in literally every single way. And so little things that Max does, like, I just feel like he, again, is such, like, a lover, generous, sweet person, and ways that he shows love, like, really remind me of my dad, if he writes me a note or whatever, I'm like, oh my gosh, and it's just, like, so special to me, obviously, not having my dad here, it's, like, even more special, and just makes me think of him, and yeah, my dad just, like, loved him so much, okay, we're not gonna, like, cry and get emotional now, but, wow, I'm, like, lucky that he met Max, because, he just was like his number one fan and like just loved him for me, loved him as a person, was so excited for his hockey career, and yeah, I just feel like he would make him really proud. Okay, I need a moment. <laughs> okay, we're okay. I know my dad would be so proud of Max, so proud of me, so proud of like everything we've accomplished and been through individually, together, in a relationship, and yeah. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Aside from romantic relationships, like I said, you can apply to friendships. Like, it's really been so helpful learning about my friends' love languages. Again, just to be aware of what I say when I'm around them. Like, okay, like for Lucy and Hannah, I believe words of affirmation I would say... Or, like, a little bit higher, like, a little bit more of a primary thing for them. So, again, I'm someone that can just, like, run my mouth and be, like, blah, 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 blah. And it's, like, okay, I need to think. Is something I'm going to say right now, is that going to offend them? Because that is very meaningful to them, what I say to them. Whereas, like, maybe Taylor, for example, maybe that's, like, not really a primary love language for her. So we can just be, like, blah, blah, blah and, like, shit on each other a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, make fun of each other. But maybe if I do that to, like, Lucy and Hannah, it's, like, no, that actually hurts. Don't do that. You know what I mean? So, just, it's, like, I'm finding stupid examples, but I think you guys get what I'm saying. Like, like I said, Hannah, gift giving. If I get something for Hannah that makes me think of her, like, if I am just out and about and I see something that makes me think of her, getting that for her, giving that to her may mean way more to her than if I got something for, like, Lucy. If her primary love language isn't Gift, giving, receiving. You know what I mean? I also see it in the way people behave. Like, (laughs) look at me just being observant. (laughs) I think I'm observant in some ways and not in others. But just like if I see someone doing something good, like people just being good humans out in public, I think I can just kind of see their love languages like in the way they behave. If they're doing something nice for someone, like you can see how they're doing, what they're doing, Like if, I don't know, this is so stupid. I'm just thinking like if someone like elderly, if you're like helping them up the stairs and you like grab their arm, (laughs) maybe this, like you literally are just helping them, but maybe your love language is physical touch and like being there to like support them physically is, I don't know, (laughs) maybe that's far fetched, but I feel like I really look deeply into this and I feel like it really just tells so much about like yourself, literally your childhood, how you grew up. Um, what you look for in a relationship, in friendships. And I don't know, I just find it fascinating. Like, I literally, clearly, I have this whole hour-long episode about it. And, yeah, I guess that's pretty much everything I want to say. I don't want to, like, I could, I really could. I mean, you guys know, I could talk about this all day long. Like, I... (laughs) Actually, if you remember when Max and I went to Punta Cana in May, we went with three of his teammates and their wives are all married um and you know what actually they all have children well two of them are pregnant well, they're about to and like i wonder Ooh, this is like a whole other level like i wonder when they and one of them already has three kids like i wonder when with, with children if how you like show and receive love is different i'm sure it's like similar how you show and receive love if this is your love language like when you have children you can Show love in that way as well, and you just have to know that that's gonna like impact them forever. (laughs) That's what scares me about having children. I'm like, literally, there's no way that like like everything you do impacts them. Like you are forming their ideas about life and their future, and like what a freaking responsibility! Like they're gonna look back and be like, wow, the reason I this is my love language is because of my parents, or the reason I think this about life is because of my parents, and it's like. What a responsibility, but anyway, yeah. I wonder because they're all parents, like, how, like what their love languages is that their children will be like. Anyway, that's I, I digress. But we um, okay, actually all out to dinner one night, and I think I brought up love languages, and I was like, ooh, and I went around. I'm asking everyone. I'm like, what's your love language? What's your love language? Like, do you guys have the same one? Like, we're having a whole conversation about it. And Max is probably like, oh boy, here we go. And I think he went to the bathroom, came back, and he's like, we're still on love languages. He's like, Gretchen, enough. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, no. Like I'm just going to be everyone's little like therapist counselor right now. Like I'm like, let's hear what's going on. Let's see how we can work on this. (laughs) I just, I just love it. So anyway, I hope this helped. I hope that you learned something new. And if not, if you already knew all of this, I hope this just like entertained you. If you are fascinated like me, but I love you guys so, so much. I hope this is a fun episode. I just felt like showing love receiving love all love languages is such like a happy uplifting episode and if we can be more knowledgeable about it we can just be more purposeful in the way we show love in our everyday lives that's what life is really about right like your loved ones i mean gosh anyway (laughs) without further ado i'm going to end the episode thank you guys so much for listening i love you and i will catch you in my next episode bye